emergency podcast here. In this podcast, I'll be going over what is actually happening with TikTok and my thoughts on it getting banned. Uh, what I believe TikTok creators should be doing right now. And then finally, I'll be going over my strategy to get through all of this and continue to grow my business, even though it's mostly centered entirely around TikTok. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Sticks and Stones podcast, where I talk about all things related to money, social media, especially TikTok, and a splice of life improvement. My name is Stone Fredrickson, the host of this show, and thank you so much for tuning in. This episode is going to be jammed with a bunch of value, but more importantly, a bunch of information that you're going to want to know in the next couple of months uh, for your greater business, or just if you want to know in general. And then also just be sure to share your favorite episode, whether it be this one and or a different one uh, to your Instagram story or other social media platform that you really enjoy. All I ask is for you to share the podcast episode with, with one person or your social medias and to just follow and subscribe. Uh, because I'm going to be, you know, p- pulling these out every single week and, and staying very consistent with it. So that would mean the world to me. I genuinely thank every single one of you for tuning in. Uh, this episode's going to be very, very exciting. All right. So value point number one, uh, I want to go over what is happening with TikTok and my thoughts on it getting banned. Uh, I'm going to dive into what is actually happening with TikTok and my thoughts on it getting banned after spending hours, days, and weeks of keeping up with this and contacting people uh, on the inside of all of it. So uh, I want to backtrack and really go over what this all entails, uh, the backstory of TikTok and kind of the history. So um, TikTok is owned by a Chinese internet giant called Binance uh, with w- more than 1 billion Uh, users globally. TikTok is arguably the first wildly popular platform in the United States that comes from a Chinese company. U.S. elected officials and most Americans do not trust China. U.S. officials said that because businesses in China are not truly independent from the government in, in uh, in Beijing, the Chinese Communist Party, officials might force TikTok to hand over data uh, it is collected to American users or TikTok might use the app to promote Chinese propaganda um, or censor material that Beijing doesn't like. And now that is kind of the history of China. This is kind of where everything is um, have, have all these concerns have, have really come come from. Um, but fast forward to now, there have been come uh, some instances that have uh, you know arise these these concerns. One being um, four ByteDance employees, TikTok employees, had access to data on two journalists and other U.S. users uh, attempting to track down a company leak. So that was one one thing that really got a lot of people to pay attention to this. The, the, the U.S. government, uh, Americans, uh, a lot of people, the U.S. media. I think ByteDance has, has let go of those employees ever since the investigation. And then the other thing was like Trump tried banning this, uh, tried banning TikTok back in 2020, but TikTok just, you know, struck a deal with American companies to kind of reduce the risk that it may have on Chinese intrusion or or sabotage. But but really nothing has really changed there. Again, they just they just really did a deal with some American companies to really reduce that risk. And then just recently, TikTok has been so-called banned from at least 19 states, but only from government employees and restricting them to download the app 
on their government-issued devices. So they could still download them on their personal phones. And even the other thing was was some public colleges have said that they restricted people from using TikTok on their Wi-Fi networks. That doesn't really surprise me that much. Uh, I was just in high school that, uh, this year. I just graduated. And they did very similar things to not only TikTok, but pretty much every social media uh, platform. You couldn't really access these platforms on their own Wi-Fi's because of restrictions and, and just, you know, blockers that they implement in their Wi-Fi network. But if you have a VPN, you can get around that. And that's what majority of the people do. So that way they could still use that Wi-Fi, but they're using a VPN to still be able to use those those other, uh, you know, platforms that may be restricted. I don't know if you're still able to do that, but when I was just in high school a couple months ago, you were able to do that. Maybe that have cha that has changed, but regardless, those people that are off college campuses can still access TikTok because they won't be accessing it on those colleges, Wi-Fi uh, networks. So here's the point. There have been some concerns from the U S government, from the U S media and uh, from obviously U.S. citizens, but m that has mostly come from the U.S. government and the media concerns. And as we know, like, and in my opinion, I'll, I think a lot of it is just propaganda. I think a lot of it is just to scare Americans. I think a lot of it is just to get awareness and attention so that way these politicians can, can you know, obviously get votes to, to then get more power. That's politics 101. Everyone in politics is looking for power. They're looking for you know, votes. I think that's what it all is just based off of what has been happening, which has not been much. I mean, a lot of people have been scaring Americans and saying that it's going to get banned and saying that the U S is doing this and doing that. Nothing has really happened. I mean, on a big picture, nothing has really happened. Now, my thoughts on all of this and, you know, will it get banned? How will it, you know, and everything like that. The first thing is, I just don't think it'll get totally banned in the, in the, in the way that most people think it might get banned. I think a lot of people think it'll get banned in the in the way of it completely getting off of everyone's devices and everyone being unable to access the app, download the app and just, you know, watch content on it. I don't think that's going to happen. Why? Number 1, the ec economic impact it'll have on US jobs, on content creators, on companies, corporations, and frankly, the entire world and many, many other countries. Because, and I think this is one thing that a lot of people don't take into consideration and a lot of people tend to forget, is that a lot of people and a lot of corporations and a lot of companies are heavily relying on TikTok to bring them in business. Not just in terms of like paid ads, but to content creators, influencer campaigns, the obviously the paid ads, but social media managers on the back end, copywriters on the back end, lawyers on the back end, so many different things, creative directors, videographers, photographers. There's just so many people that are included and take a, a part in this. And there's so much money that these corporations and companies have poured into these platforms. And not only to mention like strategists and, and consultants like myself and my business, a lot of people are pouring thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, tens of millions, and even hundreds of millions of dollars into platforms like TikTok and especially TikTok because it's the number one platform out there right now in terms of a technological standpoint and an AI standpoint. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But the economic impact that banning this will have on US and quite frankly, the entire 
world will be really detrimental. And, and for those of you who think that we're not in a recession right now, I can guarantee you that banning TikTok will definitely put us in a recession, if not depression. I think it would be, be that bad because I know multiple seven, eight, and even quite frankly, nine figure businesses and companies that are getting 60, 70, 80% of their business from TikTok, whether it be organic, whether it be paid, whether it be from content creators, influencer marketing, whatever it be, it's mostly coming from TikTok because of their, because of TikTok's ability to place their content and their business in front of people that are interested in that. And if you're not aware, TikTok is an interest-based platform. It matches, it understands what your interests are and matches that with content that is similar to that. So that way you're more than likely going to watch it, stay on the platform and engage with it. And maybe even for later down the line, purchase something in, in those interests. And I think it'll also take away economic power from the US and give it to other countries. What I mean by that is similar to what banning crypto or Bitcoin will do to the US and other countries in the way of like, the other countries will say, hey, we didn't ban TikTok. You could come over here. And these corporations and companies are saying they might play those trade-offs and say, okay, well, a lot of our business is relying on TikTok and this country has it. Maybe we rotate. That would definitely be something I would think about if, you know, I don't know if uh, countries in South America or Europe or wherever the case may be, were allowing people to access TikTok and they still had TikTok and TikTok, you know, still had a a voice or a, I mean, sorry, like a platform for you to market your business on, uh, I might think on that, you know, like that is something that I think a lot of companies and corporations will maybe consider, but it'll just take away that economic power. And it might even give it to China in the fashion of like, Hey, we got this massively important platform over here. Uh, and all these companies and all these people that were, were benefiting off of it. Hey, we still have it over here. You can come over here. And we all know that countries compete economically and, you know, for the U S to completely ban a platform like TikTok and a monetary vehicle for a lot of corporations, companies, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and just people in general and, and jobs, that's going to be very impactful. It's going to be a, a really bad thing for not only the U S economy, but in my opinion, the entire world economy. And a lot of people think that, oh, well, these, these companies and these content creators and these jobs are just going to rotate to other, other platforms. And yeah, they'll try that. And you know, like I might try that and we'll get into what I might do a little bit later, but people don't understand that TikTok is a very unique platform and is a platform that can't be, can't be replicated. Now there might be platforms in the future that might be better, uh, might be different, but TikTok as of right now is the best platform in terms of an interface standpoint, algorithm standpoint, AI standpoint, just overall platform standpoint, it's just better. It's better because right when you open the platform, you're brought to the content immediately. They're not screwing around with thumbnails, titles, any of that. They're giving the content directly to the viewer and they're giving content that is directly relevant to the viewer's interest and directly tied to the viewer's interest. So the chances of that viewer staying on that platform and interacting with that content and swiping and, and watching more of that content is just so high. And we're seeing that more and more as the daily user spends over an hour on the platform every single day. There's no other platform that does that. And not only to mention that anyone could post a video today or tomorrow 
with zero followers or with 10 million followers and get 10 million, 50 million, 100 million views on that video. Name a platform that gives you the ability to do that other than TikTok. You can't. And if someone does that on a platform like Instagram, if they if they make a brand new account and they post an Instagram reel and they get more than 10 million views, I would tell that person to go buy a lottery ticket because it's nearly impossible to do. But with a platform like TikTok, I've seen it happen multiple, multiple times. It even happened with me. I posted my second video and I got hundreds of thousands of views. Yes, it's not the 10 million that I was just talking about, but it's hundreds of thousands. And I posted just two videos, two 30 second videos, 60 second videos, and I get hundreds of thousands of views. That's completely different and really powerful compared to these other platforms. So for those of you who are, that are saying that all these companies and creators can just go to other platforms, I beg to differ. And for the content creators that are creating content contextual to TikTok and best for TikTok are going to have a hard time switch, switching that and shifting that creative muscle to a different platform that has a little bit different context in terms of making, you know, content that performs well, because every, every platform is different. Every audience on every platform is different. Every behavior on every platform is different. And, you know, I, I think content creators are going to really struggle with that. And I think a lot of companies are going to really struggle with that, but that does arise a new opportunity for strategists like me that have the ability to understand those platforms and can solve those problems for other people. So there's going to be opportunities everywhere that with this, but yeah, so those are the two things, the economic impact that it'll have on us jobs, companies, and frankly, the entire world, the economic power it'll take away from the us and possibly even give it to other countries the other thing is i think that social media isn't a bad thing i think the us government and the us media and um, a lot of americans think that social media is bad social media is making us bad and tiktok is making us bad but the truth is, is that it doesn't make us bad okay it exposes us okay tiktok doesn't make you hate america or make you racist it gives you the ability to expose that about yourself, just like with every other platform. And this is why I, I laughed when people were like, oh, no, this is terrible. Elon Musk is going to allow everyone to to comment uh, their hate speech and give out their hate speech and, and say racial things on the Internet and blah, 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 blah. I was like, I was sincerely laughing. I was like, do you understand that when someone posts something racist online, that's saying a lot about themselves? Yeah, it might it might affect other people, but other people need to realize that that person is a racist. That person is has a lot of hatred. And when you give them the ability to expose that about themselves, they're doing that. It's not social media that's making them that way. They are that way and social media is exposing that. That's one thing. And I think the other thing like if TikTok were to get banned is that it's kind of a direct kick in the butt to the First Amendment and to free speech. And we're seeing that with Twitter, too. I want to make this very clear. I think this is a great, great opportunity to say that I'm in nowhere near uh, a politician or into politics. I just I'm not a fan of politics. OK, I think I think it's just all ridiculous. I'm a logical person. I and I, I look at all these things objectively or try to at least, yeah, I might have some bias because my entire content and business is revolved around TikTok. I'm trying to look at this objectively 
And yeah, I just, I think that, you know, banning TikTok or even banning Twitter, I think there was some talk about that or, you know, Elon selling the company or whatever the case may be is just a kick in the butt to the First Amendment and to free speech. And I just went to a, a show with, with Jordan Peterson, seeing Jordan Peterson talk. And for those of you who don't know Jordan Peterson, he, Jordan Peterson is, he's a, he's a very, very smart psychologist that has, you know, spoken at, speaking at. Uh, Oxford, Harvard, some of these other platforms. He, he, he tours. He has a he has a book called Twelve Worlds for Life. But, um, anyways, he was basically saying that you know if freedom of speech is eliminated, then then tyranny is next. And freedom of speech is really is is a core uh, principle and 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 ability and right to have uh, in 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 a country of of freedom like the U.S. So. I, I, that's just another reason. Okay. I, I gave you four really huge reasons that, uh, I believe it won't get entirely banned. Um, and I, I truly believe that the U S government and, and people that are actually in, involved in this are, are thinking about, however, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What I do see hap uh, happening, possibly happening, is the U.S. government restricting it more making these platforms more transparent about how they work, maybe how their algorithms work, uh, and, and or making ByteDance even sell the company to a U.S. company. I see a lot of changes happening on the back end, but not really on the user experience in the, in the front end of the user, okay? I don't see them entirely banning the platform, you know, eliminating access from every single American. I just don't see that happening. But what I do see happening is is them going on the back end, restricting it more, changing the terms and service, making maybe making it more transparent, making the algorithms more transparent. It, but if it, it's it's important to note that if they do this for TikTok, they're doing it for every social media platform, Facebook or, or Meta, Instagram. YouTube, all these other platforms, they're going to have to abide by these same rules and, and restrictions. And yeah, so I see something like that happening, something in the inner working of the platform. I don't see the user experiencing uh, experience completely dying. However, never say never, right? There is a chance that it could completely get banned. Now, with that being said, I want to go into value point number two, which is really what TikTok creators should be doing uh, and what I'm doing. So I'm going to be going over what TikTok creators and any creator for that matter should be doing during this time of TikTok possibly getting banned in the future. And I'm also going to be going over what I'm going to be doing and my strategy to get through this. The first thing I want to mention is that TikTok is still the number one platform to build a huge audience on in the shortest amount of time. Okay. Technologically speaking, it's the best chance for you at the moment to build an audience and to become a full-time content creator. And let me explain why. The biggest reason is because of the interfaces, okay? You take a platform like YouTube for an example, okay? You open the YouTube app, you're directly shown the homepage, right? You have the homepage, you got a bunch of videos popping up with thumbnails and titles and you know maybe previews if you're glancing over it, right? Uh, but on the bottom, you have YouTube Shorts, you have so many different other places where you can go get content from. If you're on desktop, 
same thing. You're, you, you know, you're showing up the trending, you got, you got recommended, you got music, you got sports, you got, there's just so many places where people can go get content from. But with TikTok, there's one. And that's the for you page and you're brought to it right when you open the platform and it's where 99.9% of people spend majority of their time. They're brought to the for you page right when they open the platform and they continue to swipe right then and there. The point zero one percent head over to the following page, have head over to the TikTok now, maybe create content, whatever the case may be. But 99.9% .9 of people are spending majority of their time on the for you page and just swiping and swiping and swiping and spending over an hour on the platform each and every single day on average. That's on average. And you look at anyone that, that spends time on TikTok just a little bit every single day, and you look at their screen time, that is significantly higher than any other social media platform. I've done this with my brothers. I've done this with my parents that just recently downloaded TikTok. Okay, I've done this with my friends. I've done this with people in my high school when I went to high school just a, a couple months ago, and the numbers are staggering. So TikTok is still the number one social media platform for you to build an audience on. And you could, you could do that same thing with any other social media platform. You look at Instagram, you look at Facebook. Yeah, you're brought to the feed, but you got stories, you got the explore page, you got all these other places where people can go get content where it kind of clutters the user experience and it doesn't make them solely focused on a specific channel. And with, with a platform like Instagram, the videos don't auto lock. So the user experience is a little bit more difficult. It's a little bit more tedious. It's a little bit more swipes. All these things play a factor in the user and their ability to stay on the platform a little bit longer. It's exactly the same thing with the buying process on these platforms as well. Your ability to eliminate clicks, swipes, reading, the amount of effort that the viewer has to go through in terms of buying something from you gives you the better opportunity to convert because it's less work that they have to do. If they have to click and swipe through six different pages and confirmation pages and email input fields and all this other swipe through 300 different testimonials and videos, they're going to not, it's going to take them forever to get to the checkout page. But if you have a one step, checkout funnel, one, one page funnel that gives them the ability to read it and, and go through the entire thing within five minutes or less than that and, and check out within one click, you're more than likely going to convert. It's the same thing with just the behavior of these platforms and, and the people and the attention spans that people have on these platforms. So my first point that I want to go into, and, and the one thing that I think a lot of creators should be doing, especially the TikTok creators, and especially for the people that have built audiences on TikTok like myself, is to go 10 times harder on TikTok. I know that might sound ridiculous. Well, well Stone, if TikTok is possibly getting banned, why would I go 10 times harder onto it? I'm going to tell you why I want you to leverage this platform to build your other social media platforms like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever the case may be. I want you to post more. I want you to post better content. I want you to maybe even make more accounts and post on those. I just want you to go 10 times harder onto the platform because of the technology and because of the opportunity that it lies for you and for the future of your other social media platforms. Like I mentioned earlier, no other social media platform gives you the ability to instantaneously post a video and get over 10 million, a million, whatever views 
No other platform gives you the ability to do that but TikTok. Show me one person that instantly creates one Instagram account, posts an Instagram reel, and gets more than 100,000 views. Show me one. And that's just 100,000 views. I can show you hundreds of thousands of people that start a TikTok account like that, post one or two or even three videos, and get hundreds of thousands of views, millions of views, or even tens of millions of views. I can show you that regardless of their amount of followers, regardless of the amount of videos they've been posting, regardless of any of that. Take me for an example. My second video got hundreds of thousands of views, over 600,000 views, and it's probably more than that. So my first piece of advice would be to go 10 times harder into TikTok, not just, not just so you can build an audience on TikTok, but so you can transfer that audience onto other platforms. And so that way you can get in front of those random people and randomize quicker, faster, and better with a platform like TikTok, and you can capture their attention and get them to go to these other platforms that will probably be around in the future. Okay, TikTok is still here. I wouldn't branch out and completely forget about TikTok yet. It's still here. It's still the best platform in a technological standpoint. Now, the second thing I will I will say is... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. To branch out to other platforms, obviously, and to consistently post on those, okay? I would start out with first repurposing your content on IG and Facebook Reels. IG Reels and Facebook Reels. Get to know those platforms a little bit more because if TikTok were to die, completely die, a lot of people are going to storm to those platforms because those are the the platforms that they are most known for and really they have the most usage on. The second thing I would say is to make longer form content on YouTube, okay? And maybe even starting a podcast and dive into other platforms like Twitter, LinkedIn, or Snapchat. But it really depends on your goals. It really depends on your niche. It really depends on your brand and who your audience is and where they are. It really depends on a lot of that. So study your audience, study who they are and study where they are. All right. And study study these platforms. It's super important for you to do this. Like I said, this is why I put this at second and put going 10 times harder on TikTok first, because that should be your number one priority still is to go on that platform and go 10 times harder. And just to give you a better breakdown, I'm going to go over my strategy. Okay, so this is my content strategy. The first thing I'm going to be doing is posting more and posting better and posting my past content that has really performed well and really just posting a lot more going 10 times harder into TikTok. Okay, and really trying to push people over to get to my other platforms. The second thing I'm going to be doing is making three to four other accounts on TikTok and posting my podcast clips, posting my YouTube clips posting uh, the videos I batch for those accounts with the intent of just providing a lot of free value, but to also get those other people over to my longer form channels. The other thing I'm going to be doing is going 10 times harder into my podcast and into my YouTube. Okay. I'm going to be making one podcast episode every single week. I'm going to be, and out of that, I can be making one to three YouTube clips out of that plus five to 10 short form clips, which I could be posting on not only those TikTok accounts, my my existing TikTok accounts, 
but also YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, and all these other social media platforms. Okay, I'm going to be making another one YouTube video per week. This is a one-off video. I'm going to be posting one YouTube Short a day. I've talked to a lot of YouTube experts. Um, now, a lot of people don't really know for sure in terms of YouTube Shorts. It's still pretty new, but just to be safe, it seems like one per day performs best. If you post multiple times a day, they could harm each other and could compete with each other in terms of these algorithms. Um, I'm also going to be posting my my podcast episodes on other streaming uh, services like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, like I've been doing. And then obviously just continuing to post on my two existing TikTok accounts that have hundreds of thousands of followers. And, and my main intention is to get people over to my other social media uh, platforms, not to sell them on my products and services, not to do any of that. Right now, my number one priority is my audience. And it, it's always it's always been that way. But right now, it's really about my audience and my content and transferring them to other social media platforms that I can have a more solid foundation. And that's why I'm, I'm really trying to go hard into into these other platforms and especially longer form content like podcasting and YouTube videos. And it's it's a strategy that every single one of you can do. I, I, I can't believe I'm sharing this strategy over to you, uh, but it it's a strategy that you can do. Now, I have the tools and resources. I have editors. I have social media managers. You may not have that. And if you don't, it's super crucial for you to either invest your time into doing it or invest your invest your money into resources and into people that can help you with it. You're going to have to invest either one of them. Okay. And I tell this to every single person that I talk to, you're going to have to either invest your time or your money. Last thing that I'm going to be doing is really studying and making more contextual content for each individual social media platform, including YouTube, YouTube shorts, IG, IG reels, Facebook reels, Facebook fan pages, LinkedIn, Twitter, and maybe even Snapchat. Now, in terms of my business, since a lot of you know that my business revolves around TikTok, helping people on TikTok, helping creators and brands build an audience on TikTok and, and make money from TikTok, what I'm going to be doing is first holding a lot more cash on hand. The second thing I'm going to be doing is, again, studying these other social media platforms, enhancing my skills, enhancing my team's skills, and our ability to grow audiences on those platforms so that way we can diversify our services if need be. If TikTok wipes out, we can provide Instagram you know, services, YouTube services, whatever platform that we really specializing at that time. Uh, as of now, we're really specializing in all of them because we really need to get on all of them. I have a lot of experience with all of them. I, I've been creating content on YouTube since I was 13, 14 years old. I've been you know, streaming on Twitch since I was 13, 14 years old. Uh, I've been posting on Instagram for a while. Uh, so I have some knowledge on these platforms, but again, it's just enhancing those, improving those, and giving us the ability to diversify in different, different platforms and different services if need be. The other thing is that I've already made a promise to myself that I'm not going to be letting go of any of my team. And in fact, I might even build my team even more to market myself better and on other platforms. I loved how Dana White, the CEO and the president of the UFC, did not lay off one employee during COVID and actually took money out of... He even mentioned like he would even take in money out of his own hand to keep his team alive. And that's what I'm going to be doing because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my team. And so I'm, I'm not going to lay off any of them 
just because of this. And then, you know, worst case scenario, if like if TikTok completely wiped from the US, then I would really have to shut off the TikTok side of my business and which will make me go a lot harder into everything that I just mentioned, you know, in terms of creating more content on all these other platforms and going harder into those platforms. Plus, I will have to start from the ground up like I did with my TikTok business, but just for, for other platforms. I'm going to have to reduce my prices. I'm going to have to go after, uh, you know, clients and, and, and over deliver and, and get them results and get testimonials and get referrals, gradually increase my prices. That's what you're going to have to do. And that's what you're going to have to do if for any of the for any of you that are listening or watching and that are thinking of starting a social media business or starting a, a business around your TikTok or around your uh, audience, you're going to have to start from the ground up. And word of mouth is the best form of marketing. And, and, and the only way you can get good word of mouth is if you provide uh, value, produce results for people, and you solve their problems uh, in, the, in the best way that they want them to be solved. Only when that happens, you could start to increase your price and get out to more people and, and convert on more people. But that's pretty much all I have for this podcast episode. If you're sitting there and you're worried, if you're so much fear... I highly recommend you to turn that fear and turn that worry into a mindset of opportunity. This is a huge, a huge opportunity for a lot of creators, for a lot of people that are, are heavily, heavily leveraged on TikTok, like myself, to branch out to other platforms. I don't think this is going to happen. However, I do think that something is going to happen, uh, whether it be positively impactful for us or negatively impactful for us. There's opportunities everywhere, um, and, and it's your choice. It's your choice to take advantage of those. Don't let other people dictate whether you can do something or not and what you can do and what you can't do. I just, I don't let other people control my life. I control my life and I highly recommend you to do the same. So that's it for this, this podcast episode. Make sure you share your favorite episode, whether it be this one and or a different one to your Instagram story or any other social media platform that you like. Uh, and make sure to tag me so I can check you out, provide you with some more value. Um, and, and, and it would mean the world to me if you were to just subscribe follow the podcast, rate it five stars, do all this, the shebang. Uh, so I can, I can create a, a more solid foundation here. Uh, but other than that, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I genuinely appreciate every single one of you. Uh, and I'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you check out these two videos over here and make sure you subscribe to the channel for more content like this. You're welcome.